580. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 77 of Three Guys on the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. New intro over there, coming from Houston. JR, boys Bernardi, how we doing? JR for John Rahm. Um, Final fours in Houston, but no one gives a shit with these shitty ass teams and the way our Sweet 16 panned out. So uh, we'll get into more of that later, but uh, I'll keep it short and sweet for now. But it's already Masters down here. Bring me to Easter Sunday. I want to see what happens. I love it. I, I, I love the energy. I love the thought process there, boys. Uh, look, before we get into a couple college basketball updates, uh, look, this guy in the last two weeks has absolutely upgraded the equipment at, at the at the personal office. I, I mean, look, it's basically a recording studio at this point. Davey Fastballs, Naperville, Illinois. How are we doing? I'm doing pretty good, all things considered. I think I'm a little bit better than you guys because I don't. I think you were the only two in the group that didn't uh, purchase the catastrophe insurance on the the Calcutta. Wait, as, I, got... as I mentioned, unbelievable. I'm this... disgusted. So am I. So am I. The fact that you even brought that bad juju into the group text. No, that's that's. And then you, you hang out the people it. in Texas out to dry. Unbelievable. I fucking told you. I fucking I told, told you. Told, but guess you who, I mean, think, Will Will sent me a text it? right away, and he was like, "I'll take fifty of it." America, you I'm with you on this. This is bullshit. You You're too superstitious. This is bullshit. You thinking about it? Just, just put it. Just you spoke it into existence. Shame I spoke it you. into existence. I'm sitting Shame over here even you. money. You think you think I spoke it into existence? I didn't make those guys turn that ball over. Are you shitting me? What'd you win on that? I I covered our nut. It was you, twenty two to one. That's, that's selfish. See what I'm what I'm disgusted about is on Friday, I'm a. I'm st- I was still recovering from a sinus infection, so I was sick throughout all March Madness. I'm 100% for our listeners right now. I'm alone in my apartment, probably 85%, absolutely miserable. Houston's about to lose, and we just have an absolutely brutal Thursday and Friday. 300 miles north of me, Merrick's probably feeling the same way. And then there's three guys on our team in Chicago who are probably like, good, we want Miami to win. Good. That's no, how I feel. Not. We, we That's how I feel about this. No, you're an idiot. That's how I we, feel about this. We hedged appropriately so you're that telling we would, me on Friday. Just didn't care. You're they telling just didn't me on care. Friday you were not rooting for Miami at halftime. Absolutely not. I would still want Houston Refused to win. To Why would I not want Houston to move on? This is you're worse than me being made banned on the message boards after the line I lost. Blaze, you're an idiot. You don't disgusting. know. You don't know how I'm the math America works. We're this. still rooting for it. It was. It was, a, it was catastrophe insurance. We put fifty bucks on it to make sure we didn't lose. It's unbelievable. I'm, I'm, we're done talking about it. On to Don't other be topics. mad at me because you guys are dumb. On to other topics. I'm done talking about. It. I'm done. I'm, you, you, I'm, I'm fucking rattled over here. Um, That's on you. <laughs> you want guacamole? That's on you. You know. <laughs> All right. In other news, the tournament is just in shambles. Um, I mean, there's not a one, two, or three seed in the tournament. Is there even a four seed? UConn. UConn. UConn's Born a four five. seed. First elite, guys- eight, first elite eight ever without a one seed. First final four ever without a one, a two, or a three. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. Who do you, way she who goes. Do you, who do you have taken this, though? Still got a small play out there. It was a $7, 18-to-one shot on uh, on UConn that I put in at the beginning of the tournament. That's about it. Not bad. Not bad. I, I mean, again, even if you're not betting it, who do you think is actually going to win it, though, Dave? I still like UConn. If I was going to bet it in, at all, I would take Miami to win it all because I feel like if they get past UConn, they're probably the best team left. Yeah, I'm with Dave on this. I like I like Miami, and the way you think about it, they had the hardest way to get there. They had to beat a 12 seed. They beat a 4 seed. They beat a 1 seed, and then they beat a 2 seed. 
they're battle tested. They're proven. They know they can win. UConn had a nice sweet 16 draw and they had a great draw with Gonzaga because Gonzaga only knows how to play fast pace. Miami can slow the game down and get good shots. Miami can play a bunch of different ways. Their defense is a huge liability, but I just wonder what happens when if UConn goes cold from three. We saw it in January and February this year. If they go cold, they can't really do anything else because they, they their spacing is great when they make shots because they have two big guys. But Miami, I think, is going to let them shoot from three, and they're just going to double-team that Sinago guy and the other big white guy, Klingon, I think his name is. So we'll see how it goes. But I would take Miami in the points that game. But I've been cold March Madness picking these games from the last podcast, so I'm surprised I'm, I'm even allowed back on. Yeah, I mean, Miami completely walked through pretty much everybody over there. They handled uh, Indiana pretty well. They handled uh, Houston really well. And Houston they, quit. They, they quit. came back. They came back to beat Texas, but Texas really felt like they had that in hand. But I don't know. It, it, it's I'd be foolish to try and call anything at this point, right? Yeah. All I'm saying is, Miami was down by 13 with what 10 minutes left in the game, and they came back and won. They were down to Miami against eight points. They were down by what seven to Drake with five minutes left. Yeah. UConn could easily be up by 15 at half, and Miami knows it's not over yet. So. I think it will be a little more interesting with UConn. I, I don't think this Miami team is that good of a matchup for them compared to Gonzaga and Arkansas where they're going to run it and gun it. Miami's got some good shot makers. They got a good point guard, but UConn just has so many bodies. We'll see if they burn down Miami, burn down UConn. So while we're, we're kind of recapping the tournament here, then do you have a highlight or a low light beside obviously the low light getting smoked in the sweet 16 that fucking sucked. Thursday was pretty bad because I felt like we had both games. And I remember saying there was one point where, Tennessee was up by six and UCLA was up by like 12 at one point. And I was like, holy shit, we're feeling really good about both of these. And then for UCLA to come all the way back and hit that three to take the lead. And then just to have it pulled out right from under you fucking sucked. Yeah. So I actually went to bed when UCLA was down by like 10 points, I think with four minutes left. And then I woke up the next morning to see how they lost. Oh, I'm hedging, but you're quitting on the team. Unbelievable. Hey, some people got to go to work at six in the morning, but Try- um, Try getting off a plane, a four-hour plane ride to Portland, Oregon, to see two, two, two devastating videos of of FAU beating Tennessee and seeing that shot. I was I was not good, and we flew Frontier of all of all airlines. Four <laughs> hours. That, isn't Portland beautiful at this time of year, though? It it is it is quite pretty. So what are you going to do? Fitting for the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Um. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think <sighs> UCLA. I'm sympathetic. They were down two starters and they played so good and so tough. Like I love to fight. That's what college basketball is all about. Tennessee is the most disappointing one to me. Like the the region for them, it was drawn out perfectly. They matched up great with FAU. They matched up great with Kansas State. They're big. They're athletic. They just forgot how to score a basket for five minutes. And like it's just unexcusable from Rick Barnes with all that talent. I don't care if your point guard is hurt. And then. With Houston, that something was, was off this tournament. They didn't look good against Northern Kentucky. They didn't look good against Auburn for 40 minutes, and they didn't look good for Miami. I don't know what the deal was. Like, I think they almost thought it was going to be given to them, this region, and they were just going to be able to cakewalk in the Final Four and, and, my, and their city and do whatever the hell they wanted. So Tennessee and Houston, maybe never again, but then look at us. San Diego State last year, and now they're in the Final Four. So seems pretty fitting. Yeah, that's the way it goes, though. You know, it's a single elimination tournament. What are you going to do? 
Yeah, it's behind us. It's behind us. Let's also note, Dave, I, I think you put this in there. We've got we've got a little something to root for in the women's tourney. Down here in Dallas, the final four, the Iowa Hawkeyes. America, are you gonna go see Caitlin Clark? No, that dude, those tickets are, are like $150 a pop. Yeah, that's it a big at, thing that's it's a big it, thing that's going around the Twitter today is that it's more expensive to go to the women's final four than it is to go to the men's. It should obviously, be Caitlin obviously Clark, bigger stadiums, but Caitlin Clark could be playing on a on the men's team and on the in the men's tournament and be hitting more threes than the average person. It's kind of pathetic. She can stroke it from three. Yeah, that's for sure. Wait, so America, are they playing at American Airlines or the house yeah. that Jerry built? American Airlines. That's why they're more expensive. But still, right. that, but still, I would I would rather go watch Iowa and South Carolina than Florida Atlantic and San Diego State. If if they make it to the national championship game, I will consider going and I'd likely reach out to someone at work to see if I could get the work box, but I'm going to wait and see if they make it to the national championship game first. Which is played what? The following Tuesday? No, I think they are Friday, Sunday. Oh, Friday, Sunday. Interesting. Yeah. So that'd be something to do. There's got to be an Iowa bar in Dallas, Fort Worth somewhere. Go watch that Friday at happy hour or something. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Boy, getting 11 and a half against South Carolina. South Carolina is a juggernaut. Interesting fact, Illinois women's basketball beat Iowa too this year. Look at that. Oh, would you look at that? Iowa is um, just getting swept by Illinois everywhere. Well, I don't even know if you can bet on these on the apps in Illinois or me and Mer- you can. Merrick's illegal book, but you can I, bet on it. And you can bet on the single games in here. And it was like, I, I looked this morning and it was like 11 and a half South Carolina. What State. I would do is I'd take Iowa in the over Iowa, Iowa men's just like the women's team. They both play really fun to watch offensive basketball. Don't really play defense that much. And Caitlin Clark's like Keegan Murray. She's a stud. No one's going to be able to stop her. And, She'll be shooting threes from where Luca does. I'm not. I'm not taking that eleven and a half. I don't. I don't bet on Iowa. Ever. You, ever. You, ever you follow the Mavericks at all? I hear they're in shambles with Kyrie right now. Yeah, like Luca commented in the Dallas yeah. news that he's like, yeah, I'm just not having fun out there. Can't you see it? And it, it's yeah. There, there's a. It's a. Wait, turmoil. so is Luca gonna the leave Dallas? Thing. Is that the whole bad? Thing. No, he's not gonna leave Dallas. But Kyrie here long. I don't think. Kyrie's a, Kyrie's a team record. On the ticket. Dude, he's a plague. I don't know anybody who's going to want him next year in free agency. It's almost impossible for him to ruin. So, someone's going to get a discount. It's hysterical. Sure. Yeah, yeah, who knows? The Bulls could probably pull, could. do it. They're desperate. <laughs> probably. But them and, them boys. and Patrick Williams getting together, my mortal enemy in the NBA. Yeah, well, that's the NBA. They've got a, we, we've got a long time till playoffs. Boys, we've got arguably the biggest golf tournament approaching for us. I mean, the Masters are here. Um, Dave, you've got a handful of picks. Give give some logic behind these because it looks like you're betting half the board here. Who do you like and why? Well, we go to Augusta. I told you I don't have all my stats out here in front of me because I left them at uh, at work. But I swear to God, I did have some good good logic on this, and it had to do with some of the strokes gained data. Uh my long shot, I'll start there. Blaze knows I'm a longtime Tom Hoagie stand. I fucking love that guy. He just looks like everyone's Hoagie. brother or fat uncle out there. It's the best ever. He's got jibs. He's just like, just looks a little tubby. He's the best. Um, he's actually been playing pretty well. And I think he, if I remember right, he's like one of the top ones in putting. I think he's like top 10 and he's really good at approach. Um, but he's just way too, of a, too much of a long shot. I got him at 150 on Barstool. How many Masters could, has he played in? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't even know. So isn't the thing like no one's ever won it on the first time playing there? 
That'd be my yeah, but my, my hope is that there's no way he's going to win it. My hope is that he's in it towards the end. Well, I can't even hedge because I'm going to be in California next week. Oh, no, I'll be back in time. I'll be back in time. So my hope is that he's in it on the last day and I can cash out when I land. So, yeah, I put, I've put i already placed all these at in on Barstool mode for the most part. Um, some of these other ones that I've got. Jason Day has just been playing well lately. He's plus twenty. He's been playing really well. I can't believe I, he's only 25 to 1. Like, he has been playing great, but... My God, he might trip over walking I, over the bridge on the tenth hole, and they'd have to withdraw. The yes, guy's a that's ex- class. That's exactly house. what I was gonna say. I almost didn't bet him, so I had him on there, and I was like, "Oh, I kind of like day going into this," but I'm like, "I don't know if that guy can survive." Four you know days what a good hedge would be, Dave? Is you bet the future, and then you bet against him in the matchup. He withdraws, you automatically win. Oh, that's a good point. I could do. Yeah, that. you love to hedge. We already know that. So why don't yeah. you do that? Hey. You're like the hedge master general. I don't know why you're upset at this. It's not my fault. I literally I told everyone what I, what I was get to doing. the final. I don't I told do everyone it halfway what I was doing. through. Everyone, everyone was in on this except for you guys. Don't be mad at me. Oh, I didn't know cell phones. We didn't have cell phone service. I fucking there. texted you that morning and told you what I was doing. Go back. You want to read the tapes? All I'll say, Dave, is there are, the equivalent of what happened is equivalent to essentially Jason Day or Tony Finau or Colin Morikawa winning the Masters. So no, Blaze, I know that's why you put it in because it's just a, a small play for for it's I called it called a catastrophe insurance and a catastrophe. All right, keep going. Happened. I agree with that's Jason it. Day. All I said is I would fade him in a matchup just to win your future back on that because I could see him getting hurt. All right, I understand, Blaze. You need an outlet from the message boards. It's fine. Um, Max Homa, 30 to 1. I've told Merrick that there's three guys that I like going into the Masters. It's Homa, Morikawa, and Hovland. So those are more just plays that I got to bet them more than anything else. Okay, Morikawa just with Homa, Homa in the majors and Patrick Cantley in the majors are absolutely brutal. I know. And Cantley just used to be the up. guy last year that I thought he was going to be. It was finally his year. Um, but I got decent odds on him. I don't know where Merrick found all these odds, but I fucking love him where he got those. So I don't know where he bet those at, but <sighs> goddamn. Um, then the only other two are uh, I've got Finau and I've got Tyrrell Hatton. Tyrrell Hatton uh, has played well lately too, and he's uh, fifty to one. So I'm gonna. I, that, those are just the guys that I'm going with. So we'll see. I don't. I could give you all my stats and all my strokes gained bullshit that I had actually looked up earlier today and why I like them, but I'd be lying to you if I knew why at this point. But those are the guys I'm going with. If any of the big favorites win it, I'm gonna lose all my money, which is fine. Um, and and you saw I put in here. Do you guys know if there's anywhere that we can better? Have you seen any of the books where it's like any live player to win? No, I haven't. But if I did bet, if I had to bet I'll live player, I would bet Joaquin Neiman. I just wonder what the odds would be on it is all because the yeah, big three, be it's probably... basically the big free three favorites and then everybody else. It's Rory, Scotty and Rom and then everybody else. Yeah, you should tweet at Teddy Greenstein or Merrick's girl Paige Sparakis or whatever her name is. And she could probably get she's probably got the juice to post that post that bet on points bet. I'm sure there is somewhere it's our, it's going to be out there, but right now it's just to win on everything. And I think I even just put in there too. Uh, if Hoagie, if I can find Hoagie at like just to finish top 10, that's right. I actually want to bet it, but I haven't been able to see it yet. I don't think those come out until next week. Yeah, no, I just got two plays. Um, not going to lie. The gambling funds um, took a hit with March madness with my futures and the Calcutta that went off the rails last Thursday and Friday. So I'll just probably be doing these two plays. John Ron plus eight fifty. April tradition, like any other, me betting him in the Masters. Um, he's been on fire this year. He was down to six to one in February for the Masters when he won three tourneys of the first six. It's kind of cooled off back at eight fifty. Um, disappointing performance in Austin. Didn't even make it out of the group stage, and he was in the second easiest group, losing to Ricky Fowler and Billy Horschel. Yikes! But Friday, what I absolutely loved after he lost, 
he he stayed after on the practice round and worked with his caddy on his shots. So he's still giving it a hundred percent. He's battling through some stuff right now, but this is his sixth time going to be playing at the Masters. This is usually when it starts to hit for these guys like Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth. He won it earlier, but this is kind of the time when it takes to win the Masters. It kind of takes that timeline, the trials and tribulations. So I really like John Rahm at plus 850. And I literally hate this boy, Jordan Spieth. I call him cuck boy to my other group of friends who absolutely love this guy. But Jordan Spieth has won on Easter Sunday in 2021 and 2022. And the funny story is I lost about $2,300 in the Masters last year, and I got a $100 free points bet. I put it on Jordan Spieth at 40 to one last year and I won four grand. So that was kind of a funny little thing um, doing with that, but he's won on Easter Sunday, the past two years, the chosen one, the PGA golf media loves it for him. I wouldn't even be surprised if the masters and PGA combined to rig it for Jordan to win it this year to shove it in speed, to shove it in the lives face. Give me Jordan Spieth 18 to one um, at good value there. And then John Rahm. those are just my two guys. I would throw money on Joaquin Neiman. I don't really know how I feel about anybody else. Like, as long as Scotty Scheffler or somebody doesn't go away with it and win it by Friday afternoon, I just want it to be close because that was the most disappointing thing with last year's uh, Masters. Yeah, I, I remember that uh, Spieth won too last year. He won that uh, the place that gives you the red jacket, I think. Um, or no, like the, the place with the lighthouse. That's it's, the RB, it's the RBC. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the RBC Heritage. It's right after the Masters. Yeah, yeah, Hilton Head. Um Dave, I, 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 going back to your plays, I like that Halvin play. And he's had four top tens this year. He feels like he's just one of those guys that's kind of due. He hasn't won in a while. I think, what, it's been at least two years since he won on tour. Um, you got him at, what, 33 to 1? I have a 33 to 1. I don't know where you found these odds. They're way better than yeah, mine. Yeah, my, my, my were, mine were a little off. I like your Finau play as well. Um, really, he's great. In close distance, um, he's 11th in Gurr, third in approach and birdie average on tour. Um, he's fourth in birdie or better opportunities too. So, like when he has chances to score, he's actually scoring. He's about 39, 40 percent. Um, again, fourth on tour. I look. I think if you're doing that well around the greens, I think you set yourself up for a chance to be successful. I like him. Now, I kind of go uh, against that when I look at JT, and I'm going to ride JT all year. Um, I picked him for the players. He's what at twenty-two to one. I think he's been struggling this year, Mikey. People I know. He'd break out this year. I know he's struggling at fucking putting. That's his fucking problem. He's one hundred forty-sixth on tour in putting, yet he's second in approach shots from one hundred one hundred fifty yards in. He's great from a scramble standpoint. His short short game and around the green is first on tour. Problem is, too, though, he can't play well on Saturdays. I think before the players, I jinxed him. I'm like, look, the last three tournaments, he didn't play well on Friday. Since then, he's a combined minus one of his last three events on Saturday. Combined. You're not going to you're not gonna finish well in tournaments if you're going minus one on Saturday. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. If he figures out the putter or at least gets a slight feel of it back, I think his wedges are going are, are gonna to hold up here. He, he's driving the ball well. I like JT is kind of my, again, my favorite of, of the three. So. Oh yeah. Just one more thing for our listeners out there who like betting golf. I, I think if you are at a state that likes legal books, 
It's 100% shop around. Points bet gives you really good value for the favorites, and you go to sites like Barstool, DraftKings, you go a little farther down the list, that middle tier, you can get some good value there. I've just been looking around right now. Points bet, 16 to 1 for Jordan Spieth. You go to DraftKings, they're 18 to 1. So um, that's just my little advice when you're betting golf futures if you normally don't do it. And just one more thing is, too, as I did this last year, I'm probably going to be sending Dave 20 bucks to do like five different plays. But, um, and the points bet, you can do a majors. Uh, majors parlay. So you can kind of guess every single major champion throughout summer. So who knows, you can get lucky with three of them and then be right in that last one. So uh, that would just be my something to do. If you got 20 bucks, you'd rather piss away on this than a crappy craft beer or something. What are the odds on that? Uh, I think last year I did, I did it for two bucks and it was like a hundred K. Because oh I picked four to call all four ma- majors correctly. Call all four majors. So it's like something ridiculous. And there, listeners, I'll let you know I didn't hit one of them. DraftKings does have the bets out there, Blaze. I saw them this morning. Um, you could pick any golfer or a lot of like the the, the higher up guys to win any major this year. So Rom was like plus one seventy five. There's no good value doing that though. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. You're you got it. it would be fun though, is like you just throw a hundred bucks on it and then you just get to root for him in every major. Yeah, um but, yeah, you're almost but in theory, if Rom's going to be anywhere from ten to eight to one, you're better just throwing a hundred dollars on each major. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, boys, we will circle back after the Masters, um, but tomorrow uh, we're recording on Wednesday here, the th- the twenty ninth, uh, opening day, Major League Baseball. Um, I haven't done a lick of research on anything baseball related, Dave. I know you're in a couple fantasy uh, leagues. Any advice for the gamblers out there, the listeners, any futures, team overs, player props? What are you thinking? In general, don't bet baseball. It's the fucking worst. Um, Everyone knows the most fun play in baseball is uh, no runs in the first inning. If you're going to the game, get there on time, get in your fucking seat, and bet no runs in the first inning. It's the absolute best. It's so much fun because the other team's up there and you're going nuts, and then all of a sudden like the White Sox or the Cubs or whoever come up, and you're still going nuts. It's it's the best. It's the best. So bet no runs first inning. And then for your real degenerates out there, you get there, you have the seven, eight, seven o'clock uh, start time. You start looking at the board again around uh, like 845 or so. You're going to go ahead and pick another game that starts on the West Coast to go no runs in the first <laughs> inning again. So you're going to have a couple cocktails in you. It's going to be about the sixth inning. You're going to be bored. The game might be faster, a little bit faster because they're going to have the pitch clock. It seems like that's actually working pretty well. We'll see how it goes in live action. Um, but that's what you do. Then you, you pick a West coast game. If you've had six, seven beers and you're sitting in the stands, you pop that open on your streaming app. You're live. It's the best. So give, give yourself some action that way. Um, in the interest of some futures that I actually like me and Mullen went through a lot of these and we're on a lot of these together. Um, I'm in two fantasy baseball leagues. Mikey, as you mentioned, Hep and Mullen are actually in the one with me with all my uncles. So that should be a lot of fun this year. Um, believe it or not, we are all over the White Sox over 82 and a half wins. The thinking really? here is basically it's a it's really similar team to last year. Uh, you don't have Liam Hendricks, you don't have Jose Abreu, but uh, there's just no way that the White Sox can play that poorly. And in this division, you're basically getting them for there were 91 and a half games, I think was their total last year, and you're getting yeah. them at 82 and a half. They just got to finish 83 and 81. You're just rooting for them to go over 500, give you something season long to follow. And then I got a bunch of uh, season-long bets for you here. Um, these AL Cy Young ones are admittedly just guys that are on my fantasy team that I really like that aren't any of the favorites for, for Cy Young. One of them, Shane McClanahan. He's on the race. Plus 1,200. 
The other guy's Luis Castillo. He's on the Mariners plus seventeen hundred. I think the Mariners are going to be be pretty damn good this year. Um, and then the the two stolen base ones are ones that I actually really like. It seems like they're not getting the right, like they're a little bit off. Jake McCarthy, I think, could easily lead the league in steals. He plays for the Diamondbacks, and he was a, he's a white dude that stole like thirty bases last year. Um, I think if he stays healthy and gets to play every day, he's gonna he could easily win it. Um, the last guy who's been getting a lot of steam is this uh, Yuri Perez, who plays for uh, the the A's, who he could easily steal 60 fucking bases this year. We'll see how it, how it goes. But the other guy that we bet is Bubba Thompson. He actually plays for the Rangers. He's going to be um, kind of a platoon situation out there. But if he can get hot early in the season and become the regular guy in the outfield, the guy was fast as lightning in the, the minors. Um, so I like him at 50 to one to lead the league in steals. So there's some of my plays for the, for the futures there. Nice. I, they just got to go over 500 or stay in it all season. Yeah. That's the, that's the Tony LaRusso isn't in the lock in the dugout anymore, but just addition by subtraction and Leroy Garcia. They got rid of him. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. And the, the other reason I like to do these future bets, I was texting, uh, I was texting Hap right after we got kicked out of the Calcutta. I'm like, we got to start. I know you'll be all over it too, blaze, but we should all like actually have a powwow or do it on the podcast and go through some college football win totals and some NFL win totals in like May and put them in there because, um, that's when we're going to want to have stuff in the future. But the reason why I like doing a baseball one, especially this uh, White Sox one, I've got like 200 bucks on it. It's going to be great if the White Sox win. And then you're all of a sudden in October, I got 400 bucks sitting in my DraftKings account out of nowhere. That's what we're looking forward to. That's what we're hoping for. I like this strategy. Yeah, I think college Dave. football futures come out in June. But yeah, I might have to double down on Nebraska again. But I just meant like starting to look at, do some research and, and start really looking at it because I like the season long stuff a lot better. To me, it's way, it was way more fun. Like last year in our group text, rooting for like Sirianni and the dumb shit like that. Like all of us being on the same side of a team all year would be so much more fun than being like, I've had seven beers and it's 1 p.m. and I'm going to put 200 bucks on this team plus seven. And then I'm just going to text about it with the group. It's way more fun to be like, we bet Nebraska win total every fucking Nebraska game. We're all dialed in texting each other about it. Yes, then it's yeah, like we're all alumni. That's what I always say about to people that don't like gambling as much. I'm like, whenever you're out with your buddies or texting your buddies, it's like you're all alumni. We all went to that school for all on the yeah. same side. Yeah, I've absolutely killed it in college football the past two years. But um, yeah, I think what's helped is I've gone to Illini football games and tailgated, and then I I don't really bet the rest of the day. So we'll see what <laughs> we'll see what life's like in uh we'll see what life's like in Houston. But um, another thing is too, Davis. Like, um, I had no idea the White Sox were even playing in Houston. And my work gave out an employee raffle to uh, get tickets for the home opener uh, tomorrow, Friday, and Sunday. But I didn't win. But that would have been pretty cool. I definitely would have gone. They're way under the radar this year. I I think Dylan Cease is going to take a step back just because he had such a good year (laughs) last year. There's just no way he's going to be able to keep it up. Um, I think Kopech comes back and plays a little bit better. I think Lance Lynn is more himself. And Mike Clevenger, they just kind of swept that under the rug with him beating up his wife and throwing shit at his baby. I thought he so. wasn't playing this year. No, he's playing. He's their fifth starter as of right now. Damn. That's kind of yeah. crazy with Trevor Bauer getting canceled and then he's still playing. That's I, I think Bauer really, will be back. Yeah. He's only got a one-year deal over in Japan or something. Yeah, but he hasn't played for two years and then Clevenger's playing. If <clears throat> I'm the players' union, I'm kind of pissed about that. Yeah, both those Anyways, yeah, who knows? <laughs> like, I feel like if – the White Sox start out two and two. That's a win, but who knows? They could easily be zero and four, and then being like, "God, we already got a hole. We got to dig out of." That's a kind oh, of a brutal start to the season, without a doubt. This could just end in disaster so fucking quickly because I'm already emotionally invested, and I'll be watching the White Sox anyways. 
that's all I fucking need is them to start like two and ten and just be furious. Yeah, I, I, no one gives a crap about the Rockets down here. Like they're absolutely horrible. So I think it'll be interesting what the Astros are like, especially coming after a World Series. This is probably yeah. a, a huge. This is probably a baseball town right now because the Texans suck too. Yeah. All right, yeah, so I'll moderate this last section of the pod since I have no clue what's going on less than baseball. Let's talk about NHL playoffs coming up. The season's almost over. I know we've talked about some futures in the past every year, and Uncle Mikey always loves the Toronto Maple Leafs, so let's see if he triples down at that since the pod started. So, uh, Mike, we'll start with you. I mean, the East is a fucking crapshoot. It is so You're telling me you don't think Boston's Boston's got the golden trail? No way. No way. I th- I think Toronto's got a Toronto's shot. They've good. done what they need. They've they've done what they needed to do at the trade deadline. Dubas Dubas dumped a bunch of fucking money and just said, "Screw it. This is my last chance. I don't have another deal as GM." He gave away all of his draft picks, loaded up. This is this is their year. I do like them in Carolina if anyone's going to beat Boston. Um it's wow. and, yeah, I, look, those those are the two teams I think that can beat Boston in the East. I don't think Tampa is suited to do it, um, and I don't see any of these wild card teams doing it. The Rangers, eh, I look, I, I don't think they have the physicality, and the and the the Devils are, are just too young of a team. I don't think they have the experience to to make a deep run in the West. I have no freaking clue. Um, I maybe Edmonton, maybe if they get some goaltending down the stretch, but. <laughs> That's even a that, that's even a, a further stretch than uh, than what we're probably going to end up getting from them. So there's only so much McDavid and Drysaitel can do. I don't think they did enough at the deadline. Maybe they come out of it, but depends if you get a healthy Colorado or not. I I, I have no idea who's coming out of the West. Dave, what do you what do you think? Well, the West I think is more wide open than the East. The East has a couple like loaded teams at the top. I think. Yeah. I think it's wide open. You don't know it's a crapshoot in the East because the Bruins lost twelve games. That is insane. Gonna... No, I know they're very, very good. Um, I am on the Rangers. This is an Alex Kubiak special that he texted me. He likes the Rangers and he's going to bet them once our, our Calcutta settles. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm on it with you." Um, so I took. I've got uh, the Rangers fourteen to one to win the cup, and I got them six to one to win the East. And then we also put in a. Uh, uh, Canada special Oilers least cup final 59 to one 59 to one 59 to one. Oh, the right. exact, I like that. So you give you, I mean, ideally you're, you're looking at, hope it shakes out right where you get Leafs Rangers in the East final. And then they're playing the Oilers. Yeah. I don't know. Like hockey. We'll see in two weeks. When the... You could just get a hot keeper. Yeah. with the Bruins play the Islanders and their goalie, who's already one of the best players in the NHL just gets hot and just, as a steel wall for seven games this is why it's the best. It's why it's the best you have. You have March madness. We're all pissed off about that. And then we, we literally have opening day tomorrow, the masters next week and the NHL playoffs start the week after that. Yeah. I think and then, I it's, lost and like, then it's summer and it's golf season. Yeah. I think I lost like $1,200 betting $25 bets on the under. I might need to double down. On oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So you texted us about it after Mullen uh, rounded it up. You're, yeah, you're no best. one, you'll, no one responded to my Kyrie. No one responded to my so Kyrie funny. Irving message. I was trying to troll a little bit since I've been off the message boards. It's so fun. It's so funny when you like will just play the uh, the villain in our group text. Someone's got to do it. That's too funny. Hey Dave, one more thing about the NHL: the Blackhawks are second to last with 54 points. They got to get in last. We got to, we got to, who is this goalie that they've been starting that like shouldn't even be playing in 
uh, the fucking Orange Ice Arena. They've lost six in a row. Boys, and I'm not going to lie, I had a really fucked up dream the other night. Boys actually got called up by the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, and actually played a game. So maybe, maybe he you're was the, skating with Davy Gust. You're the you're the chosen one. He had no bucket on in warmups too. No hair. It was just, it just speaking of this. Of the head was right looking now, I shiny. After. Yeah, you look like a hippie. Um, <laughs> is uh, is Quinville back in the league? No, no. Okay, was, so he's yeah. never going to come back. He's canceled. Why? He's sitting at the pony track in Florida, playing golf, smoking cigars, and drinking bourbon. His wife said, is perfect right now. I just had to ask. Yeah, he's yeah. We'll know that. We'll know the matchups in a couple of weeks too. And obviously, I haven't really paid attention at all. And yeah. I so I got a question about a this, hockey fan how for this two works. months. So the Rangers technically they do these stupid metropolitan and Atlantic things. The Rangers should technically be a four seed, but they're going to be a six seed. Yeah. Well, no, they they stay in division, so the Rangers so wouldn't stupid. have to play Boston until the final. That's the Eastern Conference final. It that is dumb. dumb. They should go back to the one eight format. They should um, go I, back to totally one eight and reseed, uh, like, reseed like the NFL does. Yeah, I don't, totally I don't should. like it. I don't like it at all. I How agree. long has it been like this? Three years now. Yeah, five. No, probably around five years. I think. Yeah, that's not fair to that's not fair to uh, that Metropolitan's uh, division compared to what Boston's dealing with. Yeah, it is. Not- it is. It is nice though that the East teams are all really, really good because like all those Eastern time zone series are going to be starting at six o'clock once yeah. it, once it starts yeah. going. So you'll have like two awesome games on at six, and you don't have to stay up late because it's going to be like, oh shit, do I want to stay up for Edmonton, Los Angeles again? Do I want to stay up for Which, Vegas against Seattle? Like, not really. I want to see nine, the beginning. I want to see the beginning where everyone's going nuts, and then I'm done. Those are nine thirty puck drops. Oh, they're brutal. They're so I can't brutal. Do this. I'm not they're built so for this bad. anymore. Jesus, I'm in the fucking 30s. Yeah, how late were you guys out last Thursday night at uh Oh, I was I was fucking cargo. buckled. We it was a throwback oh, Thursday. We had a blast. It was you gonna go line. to that uh, martini coffee martini basement bar? No, we didn't go there. We went to um we were at Bar Cargo and then we went over to it's a place called Yours Truly and we had a couple shots there because this dude behind the bar was like like uh, was selling a tequila that was his. And then we went to um O'Leary's public house or whatever, right down the street. We went there then and oh, we got two more North. pitchers of beer. We we were only out until like one, but I was, we were all blacked out. It was, it was fun. We hadn't been like, drinking like that in some time. That does sound fun. So I did. I oh yeah. Did just speaking about what such a good guy I am not to brag or anything. Got these guys for Jameson shots and didn't even tell me they hedged. So like, yeah. What, what was the do? guy supposed to say? No, I got to tell, I got to do it next year. What a guy, boys! What a guy! Good, do, it very do you want me to? Do you want me to read live on it? I'm gonna. Whenever you tweet this out that it's on there, I'm gonna take a screenshot of me telling you guys beforehand on Thursday morning. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, but no one responded. You responded immediately after. You can cut this if you want, Merrick. But I gotta. I gotta get this. I gotta get this out of here. Blaze is gonna doubt me. Wait, did here you text go. the group or text me? I texted the group. The group. Why would okay. I text anyone I individually? Out I, 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 All right, I literally, won't. you responded. You were the first to respond. Let me go back. Here we go. This is at 7.46 a.m., All right, Central Time. At work. In, the, in the interest of transparency <laughs> to the group, I have purchased catastrophe insurance for myself in the form of a three-team money line parlay of our opponents. It pays 20 to 1 if the unthinkable happens. Do with this information what you will. So I told you all I was hedging. And then you go, I'm more concerned about Tennessee than the other two. FAU plays such dumb basketball, but so did UNC, and they've made stupid shots from three. We just need one tonight. We get two. Everyone hates us and wants to be us. We did oh, not get two that, that night. Line. 
we did not get to that night. Because then later, later on, like when we were all hammered, Coop said in there, like nobody likes or everyone likes us. Nobody. Wants oh, I to woke up us. to that. I woke yeah. up to that. <laughs> yeah, that's a line I got to reuse when we all do like. Um, God, El Chapo shots. After we do these, everyone wants to be us, and everyone's gonna hate us. Yeah, and then I I sent the um I sent the gift from uh I sent the gift from stepbrothers of the mom holding the hose at eleven at ten fifty eight. What the fucking fuck? Yeah, yeah I was that, in bed by that. They're that, just hey blaze. No one wants to be us or hates us. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. After we do all Chapo shots or we do something stupid in Houston, that's what I'll say. Everyone wants to be us. Everyone hates us. You don't like it? Come take it. God. But yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's just starting to get next on the dock is we got to we got to plan some uh, quick rippers in Dallas and Houston. Yeah, we, honestly, we gotta... I might take an I might take a plane up there. That was the most scariest drive ever. I hated it. People do not know how to drive down here. Yeah, it's not. They, they're not good drivers. Yeah, Why, are they just all over the place, like 50 million. Trucks it's like out Dan there? Ryan, but everyone's drunk and, you know, everyone's <laughs> carrying a gun and, you know, everyone's carrying a gun because it's Texas. Everyone's so you can't even rack. beep because you're afraid you're going to get shot. You don't like you can get out. I don't like driving. But I'll stay. Do they ride the shoulder like they do here? No, because in Houston, there's no shoulder. You can't there's drive no on shoulder, the shoulder. Yeah. Or you hit the curve. Oh, so or you they, hit the they rail. would if they could. Yeah. They're going to oh, run man. you off the road, boys. No, Dave, I'll tell you I'll tell you the story I told Merrick. Friday, there was an accident like midway between Houston and Dallas. And so I'm stuck. And then people are driving off the highway going into um, this, this, this grass acre. And they're driving through the acre to get on the frontage road to avoid it. They're I going into did, the grass? I did the same thing. I did the same thing because I had a truck. But cars were getting stuck in there because it wasn't – the topography was like up and down. So cars yeah. were getting stuck in this field trying to cross over. It was – I was thought I was in a third world country. Hey, you get you never know. If you guys vote right, you might be able to be in a third world country and Texas can secede. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Does anyone actually think that's a good idea? That's about as good of an idea as Southern Illinois being like, we need to get rid of Chicago. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm scared to change my car insurance to let them know I'm in Houston, Texas, because it's probably just going to double alone off that. Oh, that's funny. But yep, that's all I got if we're still recording this. Oh, yeah, we're still recording, boys. What's the weather like down there right now? It's like 65, 70. Yeah, 80 down brutal. here up here still. Pe- it's peaked up to 80 over the weekend. Yeah, I was saying this, I was saying this at work. We haven't even gotten the day up here yet where like you get teased, where it's like, ooh, it's 68 and sunny. Or it's yeah, I heard about that. Sunny. It has been like pretty like, cold March so far. It, it's just been terrible. Like, cause you know, you guys obviously know, like there's every summer, like every spring, like usually around now, or even in like early March, late February, you'll get that one day where it's like the stars align and it's 70 and sunny on a Saturday. And it's like a holiday in the city. We have not come even close to that. It's been bad. Yeah. I'm going That's to California good. next week for a week though, with Rachel and her dad though. So that should be fun. Nice. Yeah. It's going to be 87 and like 65 here Saturday. So, um, yeah. Doing some good karma, going to the Houston Food Bank, going to pull a shift there, and then going to be day drinking, watching the Final Four. Look at you. Does that count as community service for the uh, message board? No. I should probably tell them I'm doing that, though. (laughs) They still think I live in in Champaign. I don't want to ruin that yet. You're a maniac. You are a maniac. You know that? Once again, I'll stand by. People have said worse. (laughs) I'm sure they have. You're just a troll, aren't you? So. Boys, but it's, it's, like, it's in a good way, though. It's in a good way. 
I literally yeah. troll when people call me out. I don't start it. I finish it, and then I get blamed. Uh, we can hopefully we can talk transfer portal in a couple weeks. Hopefully Illinois gets somebody. We're gonna hopefully need somebody. Illinois still has a basketball team. No, we this. need Jesus. we're gonna need somebody. Just like that time you got caught burning the forest down. Once again, no one that was Gary. Yeah, dude, aren't aren't you still in it with Gary? If FAU wins it all, aren't you guys gonna be in the black? Oh yeah, that's just the like, yeah. So if Gary wins one more game, me and him are in the green. So there you go. And that oh, was man. the only team. We had two teams win, FDU and Florida Atlantic, and we're going to be in the green. Uh, I did get I do actually get a kick out of it that, like, everyone was, like, mocking Van Vliet for not having the money. And, and now he, everyone's going to have to fucking pay him. I get a kick out of it. I think it's funny. Because I'm going to try. I already told Hep this. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to try and get in there, like, as soon as it gets clinched and be like, I'll pay second place Enders. Everyone else can pay Van Vliet. <laughs> just to make him, just make everybody else squirm having to send money to that guy. I'd rather best. punch so myself funny. in the face than pay either of those guys. <laughs> yeah, I hate pay. I love it's, bad it's March Madness. It's bad March Madness for Blaze. Everything that went wrong could. And, now you have to, and then it ends with you having to send 150 bucks to Van Fleet. Or unders. I'm not even getting the NFT investment. Dude, gonna, I mean, 150 I'm bucks, you might be able to. I mean, for 150 bucks, you might be able to buy 150,000 of Enders' as NFTs. I'm always sending Enders 130 bucks. He still owes me my Stewie Griffin movie from seventh grade. Oh my god! So I'm it's taking fun, it. I'm, t- I'm being taking in there with everybody though. He's got. Uh, he literally probably has. He probably has one of those stories with every single one of us. Oh, for sure. You texted me and Hep one, or you texted me and I was with Hep one day and we were drinking and all it said was, "Would you loan him five hundred dollars?" And I'm like, "Fucking no!" no. <laughs> what do you mean, loan him five hundred dollars? And then, of course, immediately I look at Hep and I'm like, what do you think this means? And he's like, it means he probably already gave him that $500. I'm like, he better fucking not have. I did not. For the record, I did uh, not. I think I you never... were at the Waste Management or something. In we, like were. we were at the Waste Management. It might have even yeah. been 2020 right before the COVID hit. Yeah. Fuck and I just being like, what the fuck, Mikey? Be better. Be best. I know. We are better. We are better. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. I got to go to bed. Uh, early riser tomorrow, boys. 430. You're beating me. <laughs> Philo, baby. First and last um, out. The last Mike, out. It's the Mike Merrick inventory system they named after him. Did you like my joke today, too? I kind of got a kick out of that. I'm like, Mike Merrick, they named that They named that Asian movie that won the, all the Oscars after you. I Everything, know. everywhere, all at once. Yeah, you're unbelievable. All right, listeners, thanks for tuning in. Good luck this weekend, and happy gambling. Peace.